Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Usually it's Guy and I. Guy's actually on vacation at the moment. So he's uh, with his family in Portugal and I'm in Florida at the moment. Safe, luckily, I'm on the East Coast of the country so uh, or of the state. So I'm not other than getting pummeled by rain and maybe some, uh, some light wind. We're going to be in the clear, but unfortunately our uh, fellow Floridians up North West of us will, uh, will definitely get heavily impacted by the storm that's coming right now. So um, just holding them in our thoughts and prayers. Um, I wanted just to show you something real quick. Um, it's not really about the topic of today and kind of all about the topic of today. Uh, we're going to talk about growing up for work versus waking up work. And um, I'll, I'll give you the distinctions and all of that stuff. But I just came out right before this. I was doing a, a presence session or something that we call minis in our, our community here. Uh, those that have been in our level two and level three programs, uh, even those that have been to our live event, the Intuitive Mind event, it's a, it's a practice that we share with with people. It's probably the most impactful practice. And um, a while back, I got, I don't know guys, how many of you guys are familiar with the Aura Ring. Um, the Aura Ring is basically just like a, a ring that has a whole bunch of uh, sensors. I don't know if you can see that, kind of like those little nubs on it. Um, and it can check everything from your heart rate, uh, it, how many calories you burn, how many steps you've taken. Um, it checks your sleep at night. It checks all sorts of things. And so one of the things they added uh, a few months ago with the new ring is they added a way that you could actually track meditation. And so now when I sit either in meditation practices by myself and especially when I sit with others because it has a timer, um, I will actually put it on. And what it tracks is it tracks your heart rate during the meditation. It tracks your heart rate variability. Um, heart rate variability, for those that don't know, is basically what tracks, oh, what's up, bro, um, is what tracks guys in Porto. Um, 
heart rate variability is what tracks your body when it drops into a rest and digest state, your heart rate variability will fluctuate and start rising. And that means that your body is actually in a rest and digest state, meaning that you're actually ab enabling your body in those moments to heal, to literally heal itself without your mind. And this is what we're going to talk about today, but without your mind having to do anything, which is where most people have been stuck, um, you actually create a space and allows your body to just go into this place. And then lastly, uh, it checks your skin temperature. And what's interesting is when you uh, fall into deeper and deeper states, your skin temperature actually rises when you're in, um, in deep meditation. So I want to show you this because this I literally just came out of a, a 20 minute session with someone. So I want to show you how and this is going to track you're going to be able to see hopefully you guys will be able to see this. So um, this here is where we started. And I don't know if you guys can actually see the numbers of where it started, but I'll tell you, I was roughly around 62 beats per minute uh, when we started. And as you can see, it significantly dropped and it dropped down to 52. Now here's where it gets even more interesting. This is the heart rate variability. So on the bottom, you can see the skin temperature and you can kind of see how it goes straight up. This heart rate variability, let me see if I can get in focus. Yeah, that's as good as it's going to get. You can kind of see, and there's a line there, which you might not be able to see, which is the baseline kind of around here. Uh, oops. So baseline uh, is around 28 for me. And I got all the way up to 36 in this little 20 minute meditation. Now, you can also see how kind of like it fluctuates because as you're kind of going through deeper and deeper states, it's like it peaks, then you get to this other state. So anyway, why am I showing you all this? A, as Sierra pointed, that's pretty awesome. Two, I think there is a lot more data and tracking abilities today that actually show you that this woo-woo stuff that everyone calls woo-woo is actually science-based. Imagine if you can sit in practices and in 20 minutes actually restore your body's energy, calm your body down to a place where it actually goes into the parasympathetic, which is that rest and digest state. Because where most people operate, they're constantly operating in the sympathetic place. Sympathetic is the uh, fight, flight, or freeze response, right? And so when we're constantly in that state, we are like freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. And when you're freaking out and the mind looks down and goes, oh my God, we're in freak out it is going to try to numb it, calm it, get rid of it. This is where people will smoke cigarettes, smoke weed, take alcohol, uh, exercise, run, sex, eat, whatever it is to calm the nervous system down. I find this very ironic as I'm sharing this, just a thought came through my mind. You know, uh, I come from a uh, Russian Jewish family, my wife also Russian Jewish family. And by the way, for all the Jews out there, Shana Tova, welcome to the new year. Um, I find it very funny. I was like watching my uh, mother-in-law and uh, my kids were there and also my uh, nieces and nephews were there. And 
one of the kids, I don't remember what happened, but one of the kids began to cry and he was crying about something. I don't know. And instinctively, uh, my mother-in-law and even her mom just grabbed like a piece of candy or something and gave it to this kid. And I was like, what are you doing? They're like, well, we give it to him and it makes him stop. And in that moment, I realized I was like, no shit. While all of us Russian Jews are going through life and every time we're sad, we just want chocolate. <laughs> it was like programmed in from a very, very young age. How many of you guys, uh, and it might not be just Russian Jews, but how many of you guys grew up in households that, yeah, Alex was saying, and Alex is saying, come from a family where food is always, and Alex is uh, Greek, I believe, is is uh, part of her culture as well. And And how many of you guys have that in the family where it was like, in order to calm yourself down, you would, uh, they would feed you, they would give you a snack, something sweet, something right to like, calm you down, quote unquote, when you were a kid, and you can kind of start to see how like that stuff is still there. Because what happened is you have like, there's a, a chemical response that happens, right? So like, you're sad, right? So the system is in a sad state. There's heart stuff happening when we're in a sad state. There's collapse in our uh, central channel, right? Like everything kind of like, uh, almost feels like someone maybe punched you in the stomach. There's like a tightening in the uh, neck area, right? All this stuff is physiologically happening. There's nothing that you can do to stop it. And as it's physiologically happening, someone gives you a piece of candy, right? Once you got that piece of candy, guess what happens when you get sugar in your body? Chemicals like dopamine and serotonin now flooding your brain. And all of a sudden, those are like the feel-good chemicals. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, I feel great again. And what gets programmed into our body? It's like, oh, when we're in this collapsed state, if we do that thing, we get out of the collapsed state. But the truth is, doesn't the collapsed state always come back like you can't eat your way into making that collapse stop because this is what the human body does it gets hit with certain energy and things like that and it just collapses like that's just what naturally happens and so i i share all of this with you because I think it's really, really profoundly cool that we currently have tools, which honestly, like the stuff that we share with our clients and, and people in our programs, this technology has been around for thousands of years, thousands of years. However, it was relegated to the smallest of smallest percentage of the most dedicated humans that chose to climb mount the mountains in the Himalayas and sit with each other for years, decades, right? Nourishing these aspects of ourselves. And it's only been recently with the advent of technology with the advent of ease of travel, with the advent of the internet and videos and all this kind of stuff, that we've actually been able to get this technology out of these remote, remote places and into kind of like the normal human being life, right? 
And even having said that, the stuff that we specifically focus here at Satori Prime has been relegated to mystery schools. As, as far as I know, the stuff that we're teaching, that we've invested to, to learn and then bring to you guys, there might be like three to five schools in the world that are teaching this stuff today, right? So while personal development work, you know, the growing up work, which we're going to talk about here, I'll give you the distinction. While that stuff has been around for the last 70 years or so and has been everywhere. I mean, every video, every book, every personal trainer, every 12-year-old girl on TikTok. I mean, someone's spitting something personal development at you, right? Like, you don't have to go far. Truth is, you guys probably know all of that stuff and you could teach classes, right? How many of you guys, by you know saying I in the comment box, like you've read so many books on personal development that they all start sounding the same and you could already explain some of these processes. Like if, if you're at that place, just acknowledge yourself and say like, I, or yes, you know, like that's where I'm at. Right. It, and it's, you know, you, you got to kind of like, in order to get to this, to have this conversation that we're, we're about to have, I want you to know that like, you wouldn't be open to even listening to what I'm saying right now, unless you, truth be told, did all of that stuff. Like unless you did read all of those books and watch all of those videos and started to get to this point where it's like, oh, I got this. Like it's all sounding the same. <laughs> Been there, done that. I don't know who said that, but that's a great comment. Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt on self-improvement. Um, yeah, beautiful. So let me just kind of give the distinction right? Um, between growing up work and waking up work. So we can kind of have like a baseline to, to continue and deepen this conversation. Okay. So when I say growing up work is that's the, the mental work, right? Like the personal development, the figuring out how the mind works. This is the reframe technology. This is the stuff that's been around, you know, from Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and, you know, uh, Zig Ziglar and, uh, you know, all those other guys that have been teaching this stuff. It's like the same NLP and, you know, here's what the mind does. And, you know, you have this experience of life because when you were three, mom did this or didn't do this or dad was there or not there. And because of that, you had this moment and you cried and you were really sad. And this moment made you really independent. And this moment made you really sad. And this moment made you believe that you're worthless and da, 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 da. And then you go out in life and you go, oh, now I understand why I keep doing that same thing. How many of you guys know exactly what I'm talking about as I describe that? Just say I. Yeah, right. It's like you, you, you go through this process and you keep going back to these memories, these old memories, and you have great distinctions. You're like, oh, that's why I have this habit. And that's why I have this pattern. And because of this, right? Like now here's the, the, the most important question. If you're at this place and you've done all that work and my, we, we, we pretty much attract into Satori Prime, the old souls and seekers group. I know we attract people who have done a lot of this work. They've done a lot of the growing up work. And by the way, I really want you to acknowledge, I know some of you are like frustrated and upset with the growing up work. And that's really great. Like think about in the beginning, 
how exciting this growing up work was, how exciting it was to know like, oh my God, I make up stories. Those stories aren't real. I can make up different ones. That was incredible. Knowing that all of a sudden this voice in your head that you always heard wasn't you was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? This whole time I thought it was me. It's not actually me. It's this thing talking to me, right? Amazing. Amazing. So how many of you guys can kind of feel that like little bit of, I'm going to name it disappointment, frustration, almost like a resignation sometimes towards this work now because it's not performing the same way it was when you first started. Just give me like a an eye in the comment box. Because it can really be, sorry, I was just taking a sip there. Um, it can really get to a place where after you've done all this work and you've invested all this energy and all this time and all this money, it's really, and I'm using this word, on purpose, it's really fucking annoying when here you are dealing with the same thing that you were dealing with five years ago. <laughs> right? It's really, really frustrating. So, yeah. And so I'm just kind of, I'm trying to read, read your comments and speak and, and all this stuff at the same time. So, so bear with me. Usually there's two of us. So one's always like answering and reading and da, da, da. Um, so I was at this very place. I was at this very, yeah. And Alex said it, that's exactly where I was when I found you guys so frustrated, stuck and hopeless. And Alex, I know because we worked with Alex over the last two years or so. And Alex has been through our level one, two, three programs already. Um, I was in the same place. It was about six years ago, roughly today. Um, and this is after I had done about 15 years of mindset, growing up personal development work. I mean, I was teaching people, I was coaching people. At that point, I'd coached tens of, thou tens of thousands of people in the world of growing up work. I was, you know, what most would consider it a master in that world. Um, and I was very, very frustrated because I kept having to go to this like core memory when I was three. And I looked at it this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. There's like a thousand times. And there's a moment where I was working with my coach at the time. And she's like, you know, let's go back. She already knew the moment. She knew everything that happened in the moment. She's like, all right, well, let's go back to this moment. And I honestly, I was like, girl, I can't. I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm done. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I have looked at this moment, no joke, a thousand times. I have sliced it this way and diced it that way. I have done everything. How is it that after all this time, after all this money and after all this energy and exploration and in inquiry and all that stuff, how is it possible that I'm still dealing with the same shit I was dealing with 15 years ago when I started? 
And if that's, if you feel that, like, just let that resonate like that, that almost it's like anger and frustration and disappointment kind of all rolled into one. It is a horrible place to be. Now, granted, I was there for 15 years. You know, you might be on this path for two or three or five or even 10. If I can shorten this for you by even a month, I hope you really listen to what I'm about to say. When, when I started that path and when even personal development, this growing up side of work, right? Think about this. This was created kind of like in the 1960s, this whole movement that all these guys have been riding, guys and girls, right? Like all of them have been riding for 60, 70 years. That's it. That's when that got created. Now, during that time, think about what was happening in the world, especially in this country. Right, we were like flower power, a reawakening. Everything was very like, you know, the 1950s. Everyone was like buttoned up and like very like prim and proper. And then the 60s, all these drugs come through. People are starting to like touch God on LSD and right, like people start to ask questions. And I don't know if you've done psychedelics or anything like that, but like it really opens your mind to a whole other thing that you didn't know existed. And all of a sudden you go back into this like prim and proper world and people are like, mm, no, there's got to be more. And so people started asking questions and personal development became more about answering kind of like what's happening, what am I doing here? And more importantly, it started to evolve into this, how do I, and I'm just super generalizing this. Okay. How do I perform better? So personal development growing up work was about the understanding of all these things of like how I became who I, I am with the intention of how do I perform better? Right? So it was a results based technology. Now that's great. But when we're looking to achieve certain results and we're looking to constantly move forward and progress, while that's all great, it's not the whole picture. Can you guys see that? It's part of the picture, but it's not the whole picture. Because in order to fully and only progress and get better and perform better and perform faster and do all of these things, there's something, there's always, right? Like for everything, there's a positive and a negative. There's going to be repercussions to that. And the repercussions, I'm just going to name a few, are that you don't actually deal with any of the actual underlying symptoms. Uh, sorry, the underlying causes of the symptoms. What personal development and growing up work gave us all was, Oh, there's a voice in my head. Okay, I don't need to listen to this voice in my head. Okay, let me ask you this. How many of you guys are parents, right? Just say I in the comment box if you're a parent. Or maybe you have a niece or a nephew. Like you're, there's, there's a young being in your life, right? Probably all of us, okay? Now, if this little child comes to you and says, can you, can you please play with me? Can you please pay attention to me? And you said, you know what? I don't got time right now. I have to go make this work. I have to perform. 
You go play in that room. I'm going to just leave you in there. I'll be back because I got to go do me, right? Like be successful, da, 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 me. You just stay there. Let me ask you, how's that going to work? Is that kid going to just be sitting there and going, hmm, you know what? Mommy doesn't want to play with me or want to pay attention to me, but she said I should be in the room. So I'm just going to sit in this room and I'll just wait for her. What? That kid will be banging down the door, screaming, yelling, kicking, doing everything in their power to get the hell out of that room and do what? Get your attention. But no, no, no. I don't have time for you because I got to go be successful. <laughs> Can I get one of those? Yeah, I wish. I wish they came in that model. Um, right? And so on our way to perform and this whole notion of just betterment and empowerment and all that stuff, we learned tactics on how to bypass aspects of ourselves that were created when we were very, very tiny. And I want you to imagine that there were these little, little kids. <laughs> That's when I find the scissors, they cut their hair. Oh, it's so good, Dale. I love that. Um, yes. Right. And so I want you to imagine that there is not just this one voice in your head, there's hundreds of these parts and they're all very, very young. They're all like between zero to seven years old and they live inside of you. And when they freak out and your system goes into fight or flight, it's because one or a few of these parts are actually freaking out. They're wanting your attention. And when we do growing up work and we're like, okay, so... I feel all this anxiety, but that's because I believe that my boss actually doesn't like me. And because he doesn't like me, I feel unloved because when dad didn't love me, this boss actually represents my dad. And that's why I feel unloved. So that's not true. So let's just go on with it. And I will find, I will make the story that now my boss really loves me and he actually wants the best for me so I can move forward with my life. And in that moment, you're like, Yes, that makes sense. Let's keep going. And it does. It works. But then what happens a week later, a month later, three months later? You come across someone else. And what does that someone else trigger inside of you again? Oh, I'm not loved. They don't respect me. Same thing, right? And maybe it's not the boss this time. Maybe it's some guy that you're dating or a friend or whoever. And all of a sudden, that same exact thing gets triggered, right? How many of you guys are, you, you get this and like, this is like, oh yes, this is exactly what I do. And this is exactly what happens. How many of you guys are with me on this? So now what's, th this is again, like wonderful, and then it has what I call a law of diminishing returns. I don't know if you guys are supplement people or anything like that, but there's certain supplements that you take that the more you take them, right, the less effective they become. Think about most drugs out there, right? Like you start and you need this dose, but then your body adjusts and what do you need? You need to up the dose. And so what you guys have been doing with growing up work or personal development work is what? You've been upping the dose. So it's like, 
oh, this isn't working like you used to. Okay, what's that next book? All right, I now need that like new age, clever piece to because this thing doesn't work anymore. There's got to be something else that's going to work better, right? Some teacher out there knows some secret weapon thing that I could just push the button again and it'll disappear. And the truth is, it doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. And so you're searching for something that doesn't exist. Now let that settle in your system. And some of you may have just felt a little bit of like that gut punch in the stomach, kind of like right in that solar plex stomach area. Feel that for a second. Feel that thing in your stomach that just went, ugh. The part that just got crushed by that statement of like, what do you mean? What do you mean there's nothing else out there? That's like a little bit of a heartbreak right there. Like, oh, Not comfortable. Not comfortable to sit with that, right? And the more you witness it, you'll probably feel like a little bit of like churning in that stomach. How many of you guys are very, very familiar with that feeling in your stomach? Say I. You might even feel like a little bit of like nausea come through. And it's like, ugh. That's not fun. Yeah. This is really, really good to take note of, by the way. I know it's not comfortable. I, I get that. I really do. And this is where your healing lies. See, growing up work gave you great tools on how to manage these little parts. But on your way to success and empowerment, you left a lot of little ones behind, locked up in closets and bedrooms. And they keep kicking down the doors and keep finding you no matter where you run in the world and no matter where you hide. Some of you have moved across the world and left one relationship to another and left one job to go to another only to feel what? The very same thing that you have been trying to run away from. Am I right? So how do we transition? How do we go from like, okay, uh, This is where the waking up work is. This is what I'm talking about. This like oldest of technologies, but have just been buried in the backs of ancient temples, right? Is now being able to trickle down. And you guys, the smart ones, the old soul and seeker ones have found your way to this group for a very specific reason. Now, I don't know what your story is and I don't know how you found us, but like, how many felt like even finding this community, whether you've joined our Awareness Effect Academy at any levels or not, was like divinely put onto your path? It was like, it wasn't an accident. It was just like serendipitous how the whole thing happened, right? Something here, there's like an energetic exchange, right? That we've not been aware or familiar with. Okay. 
And Guy and I are no different from you. Like, I really want you to get that. I'm not some fucking guru on top of a mountain. I have the same struggles that you have. I, I have a family. I have kids. We just moved from New York to Florida. Um, you know, I run a business. You know, I have a team of people that, that I'm responsible for. Like, I deal with all the things that you deal with. The difference is that I have tools and technologies that I practice that make all of that stuff that for most people send their system into fight or flight. I have practices that allow me to do that and allow me to do that on a regular basis such that if you think of any muscle that you exercise, right? If you think of the fight flight response versus the rest and digest response, right? Like we all have a hyperactive fight flight response, meaning that that muscle, that one muscle is really, really, really strong, right? Cause you're just using it all the time. And every time you flex it, certain things happen, right? Like we mentioned, some of you reach out for food. Okay. So like this flex is like, oh my God, freaking out food. Some of you, alcohol. Some of you, smoking. Some of you, exercising. Some of you, whatever, whatever, whatever. Fill in the blank, right? Like, it's a habituated response. Now, there's this other muscle that's been in atrophy. And this is your rest and digest muscle. Your parents, just like my parents, did not sit with you when you were seven, eight years old and were like, by the way, here's what happens in your nervous system. And here's how to downregulate your nervous system. You and I did not have people around us that had regulated systems that when we were in freak out, they could be with the fact that we were sad or we were angry or we were frustrated or we were whatever it is. Notice how most parents and most people that bring up children, what are they trying to do? Every, you just gotta be happy. Like bring them back to happy. They gotta be happy. They gotta be, right? And so if they're crying, not okay. Well, how do we make them happy? If they're sad, not okay. Let's make them happy. Instead of actually being with someone while they're having a perfectly normal human emotion. You will never be happy all the time. You will never be sad all the time. You will never be joyful all the time. You will never be depressed all the time. Like it, you're, every one of us goes through these levels, right? But somehow adults thought that we need to protect our children from all of these things. And no, we don't. So in that weird moment of protection, what we imprinted or what was imprinted on us was that a bunch of these emotions that are very, very natural for humans to have were not okay. It was not okay to be sad. So now every time that you're sad, you think something's wrong with you. It was not okay to be angry. So now every time you're angry, you think that there's something wrong with you. It was not okay to be fearful. So now every time you're fearful, again, you think that there is something wrong with you. Well, let me be the first to tell you, there is nothing freaking wrong with you. You're a human. You're having a perfect human experience. And I get that at times 
you would much prefer a completely different human experience. I get that. I'm there too. The difference is this. When you resist a certain human experience, right? Like there is a resistance that you have. When you resist that human experience, you guys have all heard this line. You can say it with me. What you resist persists. Meaning that as you resist something, that same pressure that you are putting onto it is actually coming back to you in the same equal and opposite pressure. So if you resist sadness, because sadness makes you very, very uncomfortable, guess what you are going to create in your life time and time and time again? Circumstances and situations that highlight for you as a very, very vibrant mirror reasons for you and parts of you that get upset. Likewise with frustration, likewise with not being good enough, likewise with, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it might be. Can you start to notice as we're naming this, just kind of tracking your life, can you start to notice that there's certain cyclical patterns that happen in your life that keep showing you a very similar aspect of yourself, right? Like that feeling that we even noticed in the stomach before, that feeling was not new. How many of you guys feel this like very kind of like choked up feeling sometimes? You get like, it's almost like someone's choking you, right? That feeling for you is not new. Some of you have like a, a, a heaviness on your chest, heart area. That feeling is not new for you. Those people that worry and are anxious all the time, right? Like you guys have stomach issues up the wazoo. IBS and all this stuff that's happening, right? So here's the kind of like bringing it all full circle, right? You cannot run away from who you are. You cannot understand your way out of who you are. Yes, all those things happened. Yes, all those traumas happened around mom, around dad, right? Like I grew up in a loving home. My parents are actually just celebrating their 40 third wedding anniversary today, right? I grew up in a, in, in like a Hollywood, what you would imagine, like, like the perfect mom and dad would be. And I still had trauma. Maybe I wasn't abused physically, sexually, emotionally, whatever it was, but like there are parts of me that were not met. It was not okay to cry in my household. Like it was not Stop crying. And that's not because they didn't love me. It's because they wanted the best for me. Like most parents, like you see a crying child and you're like, oh my God, I got to protect them. I got to save them. So it's not because they were bad. It was just that part of me wasn't met. And so that part wants to be met. And I'm 41 years old today. Like there are parts that for the first time in the last five, six years, I've gotten a chance to see and meet and be the parent for that little one inside that was never met, right? Like that little one was buried in some sort of room and said, hey, deal with it. And now I'm like opening all those doors 
and giving all those little one hugs and kisses and spaces to be, yeah, someone said reparenting, to be met. And here's where the waking up work is just like, because now we're marrying the two, right? We're like, you can kind of see, uh, Kevin Wilbur calls it integral theory, right? Like this is where you start to marry the two. We try to bypass these parts on our mission to succeed or be the best version of ourselves that we could be. You cannot, and I'm going to say this again and slowly because I really want you to get this. You cannot leave any of these parts behind. You cannot get rid of any of these parts. They are part of you. How many of you guys have tried to fix, overcome, or change an aspect of yourself and you actually, the, this part actually believes that if I just got rid of this one thing about me, I'd be great. And you've been trying to do that for years. How's that been going? Not great. Still shows up, doesn't it? Again, what you resist persists. So you're trying to run away from this thing and it is running back at you full force. And you've also heard this other line, the only way out is through. And so what we have changed our focus to, or what we now focus more heavily on is giving you tools to be able to turn inward, to actually be able to Sit and begin to notice all of these parts inside of you that you have been avoiding, dismissing, not paying attention to. Again, not because you did something wrong, just because you didn't get to a place in your life yet where you knew like, oh, wow, I can do that. Likewise, when you when someone first told you, there's a voice in your head and you're like, what voice in my head? I don't have a voice in my head. And they were like the voice in your head that said, what voice in your head? I don't have a voice in your head. And you're like, wait, what? How did, what? That? That's not me. That same, we call that subtle mind. What we start to make you aware of is subtle body. And when you become aware of subtle body, it's the same kind of like wow moments where you can actually start to Feel these individual parts of yourself that you've been running away from for so long. And as you reconnect and like actually meet them again, what happens is you rehabilitate your internal system. Because what happens is in your life, this is like the pattern that happens is the little one gets scared. The little one gets hurt something happens, right? And that little one kind of collapses. That feeling that you felt in your stomach or you feel in your throat or your heart, you can feel that collapse, right? When we collapse energetically, the mind looks down at that collapse and goes, oh shit, it's happening again. We got to figure this out. And then this protector comes online and this protector is like, I'm going to fix this. No one can hurt the little one. And it goes out and it does what it does. And you can start to notice this pattern. 
And what we've given through personal development and growing up work is we've given these protectors incredible tools to manage ourselves. But it's like if every time you got a headache, your formula was, oh, I'm going to take Excedrin or, oh, I'm going to take Tylenol or I'm going to take this and it makes the headache go away. You can do that for a very long time. Or if you have a stomach issue, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to take uh, the purple pill or the red pill or the blue pill or whatever the fuck it is, right? To make the, the pain subside in your stomach. And that will work. But let me ask you this. Are you at all treating the actual root cause that is creating that system, uh, that symptom? No. What you're doing is you've taken something to manage and subside the feeling inside that makes you very uncomfortable. Waking up work is, okay, the only way out is through. If I actually want to heal the root cause, I'm no longer interested in managing the symptoms. I actually want to go in there because I'm courageous and I've done this work long enough where I'm kind of sick of it happening over and over again. I want to actually get in there. Here's the kicker. And this is not to like, I'm just going to say, I was going to say it's not to scare you, but it's not really scary. It's just a matter of like, when you start the waking up work, I don't want to say it's impossible. It's a very long and arduous journey to do the waking up work on your own. And the reason that is, is because uh, Buddhism calls it <laughs> pools of pain and suffering. I'm like, that sounds awful. But in, in a sense, in a sense, when you touch some of these core aspects of yourself, and you've touched them before, if you've done any sort of work, you've actually touched this before. What happens is when you touch it, it's, it's highly reactive. It's almost like you touch it and it's, it's either like acid or electrocution, like you touch it and it zaps you and you, you back away because you're like, Ooh, that's too much. And the reason that is, is because your system hasn't yet developed or nurtured the ability to have safety and well-being in it. And so in the beginning, what we do, and this is why Guy and I still work with coaches, you know, one-on-one -on -one, and why we have group sessions that we sit through and all the stuff that we do is because what happens is, and this is scientifically proven, what you're actually our systems learn through kind of like an osmosis mirror neuron situation. And so because we grew up in homes that there wasn't a parent that was regulated, there wasn't a parent that had access to well-being and safety, our systems never learn that. And so when we sit with someone in the beginning, what we're doing is we're actually borrowing that other stable systems, safety and well-being. And as we borrow that, it allows us to drop into these parts and actually stay there longer and longer and longer. And just like I showed you with that map, right? When you can sit and you just allow your body to get into that rest and digest place, your body intuitively will take care of the rest. That is the coolest part. That's why this work is so stupid simple. It'll take anything that you've done and simplify to a degree where you're like, how is this so simple and working?
my whole life, by the way, is just like simplify, simplify, simplify. What if for the same time investment that you take to read a book or watch a video or sit and meditate, you can actually use that time in an entirely new way that will actually produce results that will just keep getting better and better and better and better and better. Not law of diminishing returns, law of accelerated returns. Because the more you open your system and the more you're able to bring in this level of safety and support into your body, the more your body is just going to start to release anything that it no longer needs. Think about like when you cut your finger, do you sit there and like, all right, body, do this? No. But if you give your body the right, I don't know what the word is, the right uh, environment, right? It's going to naturally do that. And that's what we're here to train you on. So if you've resonated with this and you're like in that struggle bus area, right? Like you're, you're in that place of just frustration and upset about like all the work that you've done. First of all, let me tell you like, congratulations. That means you've come down a very, very hard road to get to a place where like, I mean, some of you look around and like your friends don't do any of this work and you're like, how is it that I'm still struggling? Like they haven't done any of this shit. So sometimes it can be infuriating and I'm here to tell you like you can't have conversation B until you've done all of conversation A, right? To someone coming off the street that has never done any personal development or spirituality or anything like that, if I was having this conversation with them, they'd look at me like I am bat shit crazy. You guys get that? So I know I'm talking to an audience that like, you guys have done amazing work. Like seriously, just pause and give yourself one of these. You're in like the 1% of humanity that's even up to having this conversation. What I'm inviting you is to step behind door number 27 and come play where 0.000000 at a whole bunch of zero, 1% of people are playing. This right here in the next 5, 10, 15 years will be the way that humanity steps out of this paradigm into the new paradigm. And you can be one of the first people to actually bring this into your life and then into your family's life and into your kids' lives and into your parents' lives and all that and actually be a beacon of this. Because what you begin to do is you begin to transmit this level of safety and well-being to everyone around you. Your work environment will change. Your home life will change everything. You don't even need to like, listen to me, go listen to some of the testimonials of people that have done this work and the results that they're producing in their lives. And it doesn't have to be with you talking to someone and having them read the book or do the program. Fuck all that. Like you love this journey. Do you. And watch as you do this, as all these other people around you will just transform. Personal development, right, is like very systematic. And there's like a process and a formula and a this. Like, you got to ask this question. You got to do this thing. And you got to go through this process. I'm inviting you to leave all that at the door. And come and check this out. Because this is unlike anything that you've ever done before. It will make everything you've done 10x better. 
It will make all the stuff that you've done make so much more sense. And you'll be able to touch things and do things in ways that you have never dreamed possible. That you will actually have conversation with someone. And you know that that conversation would normally trigger the ever-loving everything out of you. And you will sit there and be like, wow, I have no reaction right now to what's happening. And that's when it will hit you like, whoa, this stuff really, really works. And at first, sadly, as far as I know today, it does require you to be in an environment where other people have already done that. So you can borrow energetically the work and the, and the, the, the embodiment that someone has already had so that you can drink from it, sip by sip by sip, and then gain that stability in your own system to deepen it. And that's why we have whatever it is, like however your heart desires to play with us, right? Like, okay, you want to come to a live event, come to a live event. You want to join our level one program and see that you want to join level two, level three, like wherever you are, both in life, financially, time commitment, et cetera, like there's something here for you that you can step into. My personal recommendation is we have, and you guys can talk to, if you, if you want someone to connect with you, just say connect with me in the comment box right now and I'll have our team members reach out to you and you guys can have a chat with them. Uh, but we actually just brainstormed a pretty incredible six-week bundle that you can really get in six weeks. I'm talking like our guarantee is that in six weeks, you'll have a major breakthrough in an area of your life that you've really, really been struggling with. Okay. That's our promise. And if you don't, and you go through the process and you don't, we will give you every cent back. Like that's how sure we are that you will. And it's not going to be just one. It's going to be multitudes, but we guarantee you at least one. Okay. And so we created this incredible bundle where you get a taste of this, a taste of that, a taste of this. In six weeks, you get the support, you get the connection, you get to tap into the community, you get to tap into Guy and I. And so if that's something you want to do, like we're coming up to the end of the year, right? You get to either bring the same shit that you've been dealing with into wherever it is that we're going. Actually, the Jewish New Year was just celebrated yesterday. So it's an amazing, amazing time to, to do that. Um, but our team will be happy to walk you through what that bundle is. It's incredible. Like I'm not even going to spill the beans on it, but in six weeks, you really can have one of the most life changing experience of your life. So if this conversation resonated with you and you want to do that again, just write, contact me in the comment box. And, um, one of our team members will happily reach out to you and just kind of walk you through what that can look like and get started right away. Like, if you've been doing this work on your own for a long time, I'm telling you, like, that's partly why you keep struggling because you think that you can figure all this shit out on your own. And it's like, could you? Yeah, it might take you the next 20, 30, 40 years. But if you want results now and you want to live the next five, 10 years as a completely different human, it, it takes reaching out and getting support. So I hope this was valuable. I hope this was impactful. Uh, if it was, please let me know in the comment box so I will go through and read it. If there was anything that I shared here that you want uh, more feedback on or you, you have a question or like, oh, I'd love to da 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 or this wasn't clear to me, drop that in here as well. 
and I will be happy to respond to you guys as well. Um, thank you as always for being here and listening. I really hope that this was valuable time spent, um, and that it made a difference and truly like you can walk away from these conversations and go, Oh, wow, that was so brilliant. And da, 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 Elon was great. And I'm, I'm so excited, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, unless you take action from that inspired place, I can tell you nothing's really going to change in your life. So figure out what that next action step for you is. Um, because that is what will create the change, not the thinking about the change or the excitement about the change or anything like that. It takes action. All right. So love you. Um, thank you. And I will see you next Tuesday, if not sooner. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.